Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Hello, everybody. Today, we are on the Inspired Choices Network, Financially Speaking, and we are going to be talking about keeping our families safe. Have you ever worried about your family? Has your family ever been in an emergency situation? Has your family ever been in an exciting situation? Safety, safety, safety. It is present everywhere you go with everything you do every single day of your life. Join me today. Let's keep our family safe. Hello, everybody. My name is Karen Cook, and I am your guest host on Financially Speaking. I'm very excited to be here with you today on the Inspired Choices Network. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I know you're out there wondering, who the heck is this? This is not our regular host. That's right. I'm better. Oh, <laughs> just joking. All kidding aside, though. I am an entrepreneur, a trainer, a healthcare professional, a legal beagle, and an educator. My company is Casey Training Plus, and we provide essential training, build skills through continuous development, and ensure success. I enjoy learning, and I have loved every educational and work experience I have participated in. It made me who I am, and it brought me to you today. So thank you for joining me on the Inspired Choices Network, and I look forward to entertaining you, teaching you, helping you, and listening to you today and in our future shows. I know Kathy is a wonderful host, and I also hope to be able to help guide you to personal, professional, and financial success as well. So join us in our chat room. You can post any questions, concerns, comments. No question is too small, and there's absolutely no such thing as a stupid question. If you don't know the answer, you need to know it, so it's not a stupid question. And we'd love to hear from you, so join us if you can. If not, please call in. For our Canadian listeners, give us a call at 613-800-8736. And for our American listeners, give us a call, 815-880-8255. All right, so I'm going to throw some questions out to you. And here they are. How much knowledge and or money is too much to save your family? your friends, your co-workers, neighbors. How many skills are too much? Is there a limit? What's your limit? How do you protect your family? Would you know what to do in an emergency? Do you have the skills, the knowledge, the confidence to help in an emergency? Would a catastrophe be deadly for you? How about your family or your loved ones? How about your best friend? Can you avoid catastrophes? Hmm, things that make you go, hmm. 
Well, the answer is yes. You absolutely can avoid catastrophes with the proper training, the proper life-saving skills, a good knowledge base, and yes, experience, whether it be classroom or real-world experience. And that can be gained through training. Training can begin to give you the skills to help you save your family. There are many programs out there that do just that. And today we're going to talk about some of these programs, these great opportunities, how we can utilize them, where to find them, how do they benefit us, how do they make our families safe. And when we go through these programs today, you'll be able to hear the benefits. So let's start with your family members. Who's first? Who do you love the most? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not making you choose between your children, your loved ones. You, you are the most important person in any emergency situation. Why, you ask? Because you need to be and you need to stay safe. Because when you're safe, you can help others. It's kind of like that scenario of being on the airplane. They say, should the airbags deplete, put your mask on first, and then help your loved ones. Your instinct is to help your loved ones. But if you can't breathe, how can you help your loved ones? What if your loved one is a child, a person who's compromised? Right? So we need to be available. We need to be safe. We need to take care of us so we can take care of our family our loved ones, our friends. So you're first in every emergency situation. And who's second? Hmm, who would I choose second? It's everybody else. Whether it's your spouse, significant other, children, parents, grandparents, extended family, pets. What about your pets? They're part of your family. They're certainly part of mine. Your friends, your neighbors. People you work with, the list goes on and on and on. There's no limit to who we consider to be family. So how do we obtain the skills, the courage, the knowledge to be able to stay safe and to help other people in an emergency? So depending on where you live, whether you live in a city environment whether you live out in the country, in the county, depending on where we live in the world, even depending on where we live in Canada or the United States, different training might apply. So wherever you live will depend on what the needs are. What type of family you have may determine what kind of needs do I have to look at. What kind of education is going to be best for me, for my family? And how do I use that experience? So depending on what you're involved in, your activities, your work, your career, your travel, your leisure, your family status will depend on what you want to look at. So there's a lot of programs out there that can help us gain skills so that we can help our family and our friends. So if you are a person who likes to be on water, 
So you like to boat. You're a fisher man or woman. Fisher woman? Is that a word? Anyway, if you like to be around water, you like to participate in water sports, you might be a lifeguard, you might be a swimmer, you like the ocean, the lake, pools, you will definitely want to ensure that there is a program to help us learn how to swim. How do we keep ourselves safe? We learn how to swim. Our children need to be safe. If you're out boating, you want your life jackets on. But it's not a matter of just putting on a vest and zipping it up. How does it work? Will it float? Will I stay above water? Right. So we want to know how to put them on. And we want to know what they do and why we would wear them. So there's water programs, learning how to swim. If you're a lifeguard, you might want to learn first aid and CPR. You'll definitely want to look at water safety. Uh, we'll want to look at boating courses if we like to boat. We'll want to make sure our family is trained. So it's not just getting us trained and keeping us safe and us knowing the rules and regulations and the safety features. It's keeping our loved ones trained as well. So it's not just courses for adults. There are many courses for children as well. And some of the courses that children can take part in are child CPR courses. CPR stands for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. So it's working with the lungs and the heart, keeping it beating and keeping the breaths going. So children can learn how to give CPR. Uh, why? Why does my child need CPR, you say? Well, children spend time with adults grandparents, aunts, uncles, older siblings. And we want to make sure that our children are safe. But when our children are in the care of others, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. And sometimes, yes, the child can take care of us. The child can call 911. The child can learn how to react in an emergency. Um, as a former 911 operator myself, uh, children are the ones that usually call into 911 in an emergency very quickly, more frequently and faster than adults usually, because as an adult, we tend to go over to help. We want to go see what's going on. We react. A child acts, call 911, because we teach them that, but we forget because we're going to help. And the most important thing really is calling 911, getting those emergency medical services on their way so that they can help us save our loved ones while we're doing our care for them. So children, very important that we have them trained as well. There are many courses for children. The child CPR is a great, great starting point for children. Uh, usually around age 11 is the age that they can start taking and um, signing up and registering for the courses. Uh, and usually till about 17 or thereabouts. And of course, then we can go into adult programs uh, after that. So keeping us safe, getting us trained, fantastic making sure our children are safe and our children are trained and they know how to act in an emergency, even better. Because we can make sure that they have the life-saving skills that they're going to need 
to keep them safe and knowing that they know how to call 911. It's nice today. When I was a kid, there was no such thing as cell phones, right? Today, lots of people have cell phones, whether you're an adult or a child. Most children do have cell phones at certain ages, I suppose. And uh, it makes it easy for the cell phone because all you have to do is hit your emergency call. And then 911 is on the phone and they're able to help people out when you call in. So children sometimes are the ones that may need to take care of us. Maybe we get in an emergency. So it's really nice to be able to have kids know what to do in a situation like that. So absolutely sign your kids up for a course. Let them obtain those skills. Get some experience. And, you know, they're a lot of fun to take as well. They're very informative, and we will get into what to expect out of a course uh, because you might say, well, why would I bother to take it? I may never use it. But the one time that you might have to use it may be the time that you don't have it. And if it is your parent, your child, your baby, you'll want those skills because those skills can help you keep your family safe and alive. And that's the goal. We all want to be safe. We all have a life to live. And we want to live that as healthy and happy and informative as we can. So lots of courses out there for our kids to take, as well as us. Uh, and, um, you know, children pick up things very quickly. And they learn very quickly. And they react very quickly. So wonderful programs out there. Absolutely uh, want to take part in some of those. So the cardiopulmonary resuscitation, that's exactly what we want to be able to do. Keep your heart beating. Make sure you're breathing so that we can sustain life. And that's our goal, to keep you safe and to keep you alive. So we want to do our best, get that training, utilize those skills, save somebody. So it looks like we're getting ready to go for our first break of the evening. So we will return in a few moments and we will continue our discussion about keeping our family safe. You are listening to Financially Speaking with guest host Karen Cook on the Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back to continue our conversation. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Karen Cook on Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and our topic today is keeping our families safe. So before we went to break, we were discussing keeping our families safe, of course, uh, and how we can keep our children safe by guiding them, training them, and giving them the skills and tools that they need to help keep themselves safe but not just them, us as well. Uh, so one of the courses we talked about was a child CPR course. Uh, that is a course that teaches children ages 11 to 17 cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Uh, if you're not quite sure what that is, it is helping somebody's heart beat by doing chest compressions and breathing in their mouth and or nose to help get breaths into their lungs when a person is not breathing on their own and they have no heartbeat. Uh, these skills we learn in adult CPR as well. So these are definite wonderful skills that we can learn and utilize which have proven successful in helping to sustain life and save lives uh, in the past, present, and, their help, and will help in the future. So other courses that we can uh, have children involved in. So keeping our children safe um, really is, uh, depending on the ages, the babysitter's course. So um, the babysitter's course usually ages about 11 to 15. And the babysitter's course is a program that children take so that they can learn how to be safe while they're babysitting. So they might learn some skills such as how to call 911. They can also learn how to, they kind of, they learn how to communicate with children of different ages. The babysitter's course goes over uh, how to communicate with the children. It discusses appropriate toys, uh, language. I mean, for those of you out there that have children, let's say two and under, I imagine they're probably chatting up a storm and you probably understand every single word that they say. Well, when my nephew was under two and I used to talk to him on the phone, he would talk, 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 talk. And I'm telling you, I didn't know a thing that he said. 
And his parent would get on the phone and laugh and talk about it. And I said, what did he say? It was just gibberish to me. But I tell you, it was he's talking up a big storm. It was big business. And whatever was going on in that conversation in that head of his was pretty serious. So I didn't have a clue. But as a parent, I am sure that you understand every single piece of communication that comes out, no matter what the age, a baby. How does a baby communicate? Maybe laughs, cries, whimpers, whines, makes movements, noises. And parents say, oh, that's the hungry cry. That's the I need a drink cry. That's the I have gas cry. That's the I am wet cry. That's the I want to be picked up cry. To the rest of us, maybe sounds the same. So the babysitting course teaches children uh, about the first aid content. It helps uh, them to learn how to manage behaviors. It shows them how to be leaders and professionals. It shows them how to have the responsibility when caring for younger children. And it, it provides learning curves for the children. It shows them how to act or what to do in the event of an emergency. So they learn how to call 911. Who's going to come? You know, uh, when the EMS comes, your emergency medical services, they come with their uniforms. You know, they're dressed, they have their badges. They say, hey, I'm a police officer. I'm this, I'm that. And sometimes we trust them as we're taught to do. An off-duty police officer in an unmarked car might be something different because we don't recognize them at a uniform. So we look for that. We look for the fireman to come in his fire suit. We look for the police officer to come in their uniform. We look for the ambulance attendant to come in the ambulance with their uniform. So it teaches children who to call, how to call, and what to do in an emergency to keep themselves safe. It teaches them how to protect themselves just by wearing gloves, from catching diseases, from getting anything on them that could cause them harm. It actually teaches children about choking. So if they're babysitting a child or a baby, or they're with a grandparent, not babysitting, teaches them how to help adults as well and it helps teach them how to protect themselves and what to do if they're choking because as you know when you're coughing usually we complain about it oh I'm coughing choking ha 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 but when it becomes serious you know the universal sign of choking who knows it grab your throat what do you do when you can't talk you call 911 nothing comes out so it teaches you how to act in a situation like that. Teaches children how to do CPR on baby and babies and children. It teaches kids what to do through illnesses. Because sometimes, yes, kids get sick. And when you're babysitting and one of your charges gets sick, what do you do? So it teaches them how to act in a situation like that. It shows them how to use different medications. So inhalers, should any of the children have asthma, 
it shows how to use an EpiPen. An EpiPen is for somebody who might have a sensitivity to something. What are the big ones today? Let's see. Peanut butter is a huge issue today. Latex has been an issue for a while. Bees. Bees are pretty serious out there. Bee bites. So there's a few different things that we want to make sure that we can be safe from if we have a sensitivity to. So children learn how to use these things. What about insect bites? What about bee stings? What about boo-boos? Sometimes we get boo-boos. What do we do? How do we bandage things up? There's a little bit of a process to bandage. We don't want to put our hands all over the bandage and put it on the wound, right? So we learn how to do that. We learn how to take out splinters. What do we do if we have a nosebleed? What about bumps, bruises? What about life-threatening bleeding? What about a burn? We don't like our children near the stoves. But when children get old enough, they're able to use a stove. And we want them to be safe. And goodness forbid they burn themselves, whether it be scalding water, touching a pot that's hot. We want them to be able to take care of themselves. And it's not the same as it used to be back in the day. You don't put butter on a burn, right? And we learn that. What about head injuries, neck injuries, back injuries, broken bones, seizures? So all of this content is in the babysitting course. And it is a fantastic opportunity for children to learn the skills that they need, not only to keep themselves safe when babysitting, but also to keep the children safe that they are babysitting. And it doesn't have to be babysitting. What if you're younger? A younger child, say 9 to 11, right? Probably not babysitting at this point, but they might be home. They might be home alone with their older sibling who is babysitting. That's always fun. Remember that? Oh, being babysat by an older relative. I, I know mine never really liked it. Even my cousins, they all give me a hard time. Maybe it's because it's family. But uh, we always enjoyed it. But yeah, I think it was more of a stay home and have a good time versus babysitting. But uh, and I, I was never able to take these courses. I don't even know if they were offered. But um, I never took any courses like that. So sometimes we have children who are younger. And you're not going to send a 9-year-old out to babysit. Probably not even a 10-year-old. 11-year-olds can go out and babysit. I think according to what I read online in Ontario, the average age of a babysitter is around 12. But 11-year-olds, if deemed responsible enough to babysit by the parent and or the babysitting parent, can absolutely go out and babysit. So it's not necessarily an age issue but we don't normally send out 10-year-olds. But yes, we might leave our 10-year-old home with our 13-year-old and the 13-year-old's in charge, or so we put them in charge. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But we can have our babysitter educated, and I can absolutely educate my uh, the other child, the one that's going to stay home. Because even though 
our 13-year-old's in charge. It might be the 10-year-old that ends up using their life-saving skills and their knowledge that they learned in their Stay Safe course. So there are courses out there that we can help with our other children as well, the younger ones. They learn how to stay safe at home. They learn how to recognize certain situations, strangers, different weather, dressing properly. They also learn about choking, calling 911, wounds. And they learn about putting on Band-Aids. They learn about insect stings, bug bites. So definitely classes out there, courses out there that we can utilize to not just keep our children safe, but to give them the knowledge they need, to give them the confidence they need. As a person who teaches these courses, the children just shine. They love it. They love knowledge. Children have a thirst for knowledge, and they learn very quickly. And they're able to show those skills. I'm always surprised, not at how intelligent they are, but how quickly they pick it up, how fast they learn, and how wonderful they are to turn around and demonstrate it to me. And I know that they're going to be successful out there. I know they're learning. I know gaining the knowledge. I know they're getting the experience. And they're leaving with the confidence. So it looks like we are getting close to our second break of the show. So when we return, we will continue our discussion on keeping our families safe. You are listening to Financially Speaking with Karen Cook on the Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Hello and welcome back to Financially Speaking. I am your guest host, Karen Cook, and we are together today on the Inspired Choices Network. So before we went to break, we were discussing keeping our families safe and have, keeping our children safe through training, education, knowledge, experience, and the whole time them gaining the confidence. So now let's look at us, adults, right? Uh, so again, depending on where you live, rural, urban, province, state, uh, territory, where in the world, will depend on the type of training that you need. 
Uh, here in southwestern Ontario, I don't have a lot of wilderness around me, but if I were living maybe up north or in a high forest area it, out in the wilderness, that is another type of training that uh, can be utilized as well because you might want to know how to take care of yourself in those kinds of situations as um, it's not just the trees you need to look out for in the forest, right? There's all sorts of critters running around there. So learning how to prepare yourself against wildlife, the elements, right? It can get pretty cold in the north, maybe pretty hot down there in the south. Uh, although today it's quite hot out, so I shouldn't talk about cold in the middle of summer. It's coming fast enough. So wilderness training, definitely great for high forest traffic areas. Uh, if you're a firefighter, an ambulance attendant, a healthcare professional, you're constantly saving lives. You'll want training and you'll want the proper training, right? So depending on what field you work in, uh, what you do socially, uh, what do you do for fun, right? So that may depend on what type of training that you actually look for, okay? Uh, so there are a lot of courses out there, as I've talked about, a lot of courses that can keep your family safe. And most importantly, we want the training. We want the experience and we want to gain the confidence, right? So these courses teach you all that. So a lot of courses out there, one of the better courses that I recommend that's actually one of the courses that is desired for workplaces is a standard first aid and CPR AED course. I know everybody went, she said, what? Let me break it down for you. A standard course is a two-day course. It goes over all of the first aid training in the first day, and it goes over all of the cardiopulmonary resuscitation information in the second. So in the first day, we wrap uh, for wounds and bandages and dressings and splints, and we look at uh, different environmental or medical emergencies. In the second part of the course is the CPR, the cardiopulmonary resuscitation. So looking at the heart and lungs, bringing back the heart and lungs. And it also looks at what's called an AED. So don't confuse this with an IUD. You'll have people looking at you laughing and staring at you like you have three heads. An AED is an automatic external defibrillator. So if you've ever seen a TV medical show whatever it may be, the doctor grabs the paddle, he says clear, he rubs them together, they dial up this machine, and he puts it on the person's chest, the body jumps three feet in the air, and the shock goes in the body. Well, it's not quite as dramatic as that in the real world, although it can be hectic. But the goal for that is to get that heart beating. Those automatic external defibrillators are automatic because they run on a battery. They're external because we use them on the outside of the body. And the defibrillator brings back that heartbeat. At least that's the goal. So we do learn how to use those AEDs properly because what it starts, it can stop. So you certainly wouldn't want to be touching the body or the person who is about to get that shock. Because as it may start their heartbeat, it might stop yours. 
right? So we learn how to use that to look for the dangers. Because rest be assured, if you're helping a child and mom there or even dad, they're touching that child. And if that shock goes into that child, starts that child's heart, it could stop mom or dad's heart. So we learn how to be safe around a defibrillator. We learn how to use them. We learn how to follow the prompts, how to put the pads on correctly, how the pads should go, where do they go, why do they go there, answering all those questions, right? And making sure that we don't have another man down because they were touching. So that clear, that's kind of true. They actually do that. So with the two options uh, in CPR and first aid, the standard, the two-day training is very intense, very extensive, has a lot of information, prepares you extensively to go out and be able to help people. There is an emergency uh, CPR and AED course. Nothing wrong with that either. It's a one-day condensed course. It also goes through all of the CPR information, and it gives you the skills that you need and the confidence that you desire to be able to go out there and to help save lives. So it doesn't matter what course you take. Take something, right? Get some skills. Gain that confidence, okay? All of the courses are three-year certifications, and you can research after that. If you're not confident, you can take them whenever you feel like it. So with the emergency first aid and CPR, the content that it looks at is preparing to respond, getting you ready to respond, not react. It teaches you about the emergency medical system. It teaches you how to check your scene, check your person, call 911, care for that person. It looks at airway emergencies. It looks at breathing and circulation emergencies. It looks at first aid for any respiratory or cardiac arrest. And when I say cardiac arrest, most of you probably went, hmm, heart attack. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. So we want to know how to take care of our loved ones should that happen to somebody we know. And of course, it'll teach wound care, how to bandage, how to wrap, how to use splints. So we learn all that in the emergency course. Nothing wrong with that at all. If you are looking for something a little more, um, with a little bit more content, the standard one is a fantastic one. That's the one I like, I recommend. And it's the one that's recommended for the Ministry of Labor in Canada or the equivalent of the governing body in the United States for American listeners. Uh, so the Ministry of Labor in Canada and Ontario likes the standard first aid and CPR with the AED. And there are different levels to the programs. The Ministry of Labor likes the level C. The one that's a little bit above that is what's called an HCP for healthcare providers. The difference between the two courses is level C is for one person. The healthcare provider does two-person CPR and they use what's called a BVM. Don't confuse it with a VM. Anybody in healthcare laughed. I know you did because you know what a BM is. A BVM is a bag valve mask. You do not want a BM anywhere near your mouth. So, uh, absolutely, look into a course, whichever one is best for you. If it's for business or for healthcare, 
you'll most likely need to take a certain course. Other than that, if it's for your own uh, interest, your own enthusiasm, you, wanting to know your own skills, learning some knowledge, absolutely take which one you think is best for you. What, there's always time. I know we're busy. I know our schedules are hectic. We're working. We're trying to make money. We're trying to stay afloat. We're trying to invest. We want to be financially sound. We want to make sure our families are safe. We want our children to be safe. We can't watch our children all the time. So we're going to give them the skills they need to be safe when we're not around. right? And you'll want those skills because, believe it or not, we use them every day whether we're trained or not. We're always fixing boo-boos, scrapes, bumps. Now we're just going to kind of learn why we're doing the way we should be doing things, how we should be doing it, and why things play a certain role. Infections, kissing boo-boos, ah, right? We don't want to do that. So the standard first aid and CPR course is a great comprehensive two-day course, offers the first aid, the cardiopulmonary resuscitation skills, whether you need it for work, you want it for yourself, or it's a requirement. So if you want some skills to take care of your home, your work, your patients, your family. If you're out and about traveling, hey, sometimes we need a little bit of help when we're traveling. So it's nice to have those skills. I like to travel. I I can't remember a time that I wasn't trained in CPR. I remember taking it in high school, and I am not going to tell you how long ago that was. I'm sure I'll date myself as time goes on. But uh, I've always had the CPR training, took it for many, many years, and thought, you know what? I'd like to teach it. And the moment I started teaching it, I found that those skills and that knowledge and that confidence just got so much greater for me. And as a former nurse, I use those skills all the time. So there are many courses out there to help you to keep your family safe. So that you are able to act in a catastrophe. You know those questions I asked you at the beginning? The catastrophes, the emergencies. You're going to gain those skills so you can utilize those skills in emergencies. And save what is most important to you in this whole world. And that is your family, your loved ones, your friends, and yes, yourself. And in my world, my dogs. And yes, there is CPR and first aid for pets. And yes, I am certified. So if you have any pets out there and you're not quite sure what to do, you can take a course. You can take them online. So sign up for a course. Some of them are free. right? So you can take courses out there. It takes you maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. And then knowing that your dogs and cats are safe as well. Because I know for some of you out there, they're just like your kids. right? And we love our pets. So, And that's going to be a whole other topic we discuss with our fur babies. So a lot of programs out there. Certification, three years. You can research any time you feel like you want to. You can add to your training. A lot of the time, I might teach children to stay safe. Then I see them in the babysitter's course. Then I see them in the CPR course for children. And then as adults, they're coming on. So you get to see these children grow and the knowledge base just expands and the confidence grows. So starting young, definitely go for it out there, folks. Get these kids going. That builds their confidence. 
and they're so smart. They're like a little sponge. They'll pick up all this information. They have a great time. It's a lot of fun, great interaction. They learn so many skills. And then that way, we don't have to worry if our child is out of our sight. We know they know how to take care of themselves. They know how to do the right thing. And they're trained. They have a certificate. They have a diploma, right? They come out with their their little certificate. They're proud of it. They're going to utilize the skills that they've they've learned. And they're going to want everybody else to know. And so are we. We want people to know that we're there to help. We're trained. We have the skills. I can save myself. I can save my family. I can save my children. I can help my neighbor when he falls down, walk into his laneway with his walker to pick up his mail at the end of the laneway. He goes down. I can go help him. Sure, I can. And I want to, right, because I have the skills. And because of that, I have the knowledge. Because of that, I have the confidence. The more courses you take, the more skills you obtain, the bigger your knowledge base, the more confidence you will have. And that's what we want. Lots of confidence. So looks like we're going to be going into our third break of the show. When we return, we will continue our discussion. You are listening to Financial Speaking with Karen Cook on the Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Karen Cook on Financially Speaking, and today our topic for the show is keeping our family safe. So before we went to break, we were discussing our courses, information, knowledge base, and of course, wanting to keep everybody safe, our family, whether they're related to you or not, the people you choose to be your family are the most important people in the world to you. So I want to help you keep them safe. All right. So let's talk about this standard first aid and CPR two-day comprehensive course that I've been talking to you about. So there's a lot of information in these courses. And sometimes when you read things, you think, oh, I don't understand what that means. Then you have to look up words or you have to look up phrases and you think, oh, it's just too much work. I don't have time for that. 
So uh, in addition to the information we've talked about, the two-day course has a little bit more in it than our emergency course. So we learn how to respond, preparing to respond. So in a situation, people panic, right? It teaches you to stay calm, to think, to act, to not react, right? It teaches you to call 911. We forget. Oh, my gosh, I was at my house. We were having a few drinks. So-and-so went down the stairs. We all ran over to make sure she was okay. Oh, my goodness, we forgot to call 911. Ten minutes later, we called. They could have been there. They could have been there in ten minutes. And goodness forbid that person didn't survive because the ambulance didn't come. That would be detrimental. That would be terrible. It would be devastating. So we certainly don't want that. We learn about different emergencies. A, B, C. <laughs> D, E, F. No, just kidding. A, B, C. Airway breathing circulation. Is your airway open? Are you breathing? Do you have a heartbeat? Circulation. Do you know how to find a heartbeat? I don't know. Let's find out. Can you feel it at your wrist? Where on your wrist? Where on the neck? Where on the arm? First aid teaches you that. It's important. If there's a heartbeat, I got to get it going if it isn't there. Right? So it teaches you that. It teaches you how to take care of respiratory, cardiac arrest, heart attacks, strokes. Happen a lot. You've seen the commercials. They teach you all about caring for somebody going through that, how to prevent it, what to do afterwards. Wound care. If you have kids, oh my gosh, scrapes, cuts, burns, slivers, and actually amputations. And I do speak from experience. Cut my finger off. Hey, for those of you that lived in my era, a pop bottle was worth 10 cents when I was a kid. That was a lot of money back then. So yes, they can sew things back on talks about that during the course and as a piano player I certainly wouldn't have played the way I did today without my finger so I'm happy to say it was awesome got it back some types of injuries head neck and spine injuries what do you do when someone hurts their head their neck their spine right what about broken bones oh boy what about a dislocated shoulder you learn how to apply splints slings bandaging wrapping right Sudden medical emergencies. What about asthma? What about you teachers out there? Kids, asthma, allergies, epilepsy, diabetes. Yes, juvenile diabetes is out there. What about our healthcare professionals? You deal with this all the time. Heart disease, stroke. How do we take care of that outside of a healthcare facility? How about the environment? Beautiful day. Let's go out and get a sunburn. Yay! It's a burn. What happens when you sit in the sun too long? Oh, I cook like a lobster? Whoops. So we want to be careful. How do we take care of that? When do I go to the hospital and tell them, hey, I got a sunburn? Right? They'll probably send me home. Well, when the blisters are oozing and I'm running around naked because I can't get a shirt on, probably going to run to emerge. But other than that, we learned how to take care of that. Right? Uh, heat stroke, heat exhaustion. How about the Titanic? Once you hit that water, what was that called, girls, boys? What is it? Hypothermia, right? We learn how to take care of that. Get ourselves warmed up. How about poisons? I know some of you think, what are you, I'm not talking about the rock group. I'm talking about everyday substances you have in your house. 
You have one in the bathroom. Right now, I'm sure of it. It's called bathroom spray. says right on it, don't spray around animals or children. Don't eat it. Don't get it in your eye. Don't get it on your skin. Right? So poisons. Anything that's not supposed to be in the body is a poison. If it's not your medication, your children get it. Cleaning fluids. Anything. So it teaches you how to help people that get involved in that. So if you have this training, good for you. Great job. Keep it up. If you don't, get online. Find a course. What interests you? What do you want to know? What do you want to learn? What do you need as far as skills, knowledge, information that's going to keep you safe, keep your family safe? What kind of issues are you looking at? Do you have children that need help? Do you have adults that need help? Whether we're a child, an adult, doesn't matter. Sometimes we all need help. And you want someone around who can use those skills, those life-saving skills. Because you know what, folks? Someday, that life you could be saving may be the life of the most important person in the world to you. The most important person in the world. Who is that? I know, I told you it was you at the beginning. But who's most important to you? You want to keep them safe, right? Sure you do. So register for a course. Get that knowledge. Get the training. Get the skills. You'll gain the confidence. I promise. You know the saying, don't get caught with your pants down. Pick your, pick up your course. Pick it up today. Well, I think that about covers what we need to talk about as far as courses. So I'd like to thank you for joining us today on the Inspired Choices Network. This is Financially Speaking. I'm Karen Cook, and I look forward to hearing from you when we meet again together next week. I will be toasting for a little bit, so I look forward to hearing from you. Next week's show, for you current or future entrepreneurs and business owners, is your business ready for your Ministry of Labor Blitz? Talk to you next week. Take care. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.